pay good money to see this movie. When they go out to a theater, they want cold sodas, hot popcorn, and no monsters in the projection booth. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. Turn it off. There's a big election tomorrow. The city will be choosing a new mayor that many... that many are calling not Bill de Blasio. New York will also be electing a new city council, and there's some shocking news out of that race. Manhattan candidate Zach Weiner. Weiner? Weiner. Weiner. The whole incident was so humiliating. I feel kind of, you know, bad for him that that's public. Hey folks, welcome to a special episode of The Projection Booth. I'm your host, Mike White. On this episode, I'm talking with Daniel Robbins, Joe Gallagher, and Zach Wiener, who are all behind the film Citizen Wiener. It is a movie about Zach Wiener, who is running for city council in New York City back in 2020. Had a great time talking with the guys. Really recommend the movie. Definitely check out Citizen Wiener when it is playing near you or available for streaming. Hope you enjoy the interview. How did you guys meet each other? How do you all know each other? We met on a movie in 2016 that myself and Daniel and Joe, we were all working on it. It's called Pledge. So it's a hard comedy. And that came out in 2019 with IFC. So yeah, that's where we, Daniel and I, we actually go a little further back. Daniel and I met in high school. The three of us all met each other on that movie. They were actually political adversaries, I think, at one point in student council, right? Or for student government. Freshman year, I ran against Daniel. It's true. I broke a taboo. That's true. Because I was a junior at the time and you're not supposed to run against upperclassmen. But Zach did it anyways. And then he claims he lost because he didn't show up for his speech. I got sick the day of the speech. I do think I would have taken, I would have won if it's not for the sickness, but maybe long term was for the best. Would have <laughs> hurt his feelings and friendship never would have blossomed if I'd beaten him. Who knows? Never would have worked together. And were you making movies all the way back then? Or when did you start actually getting in, involved in cinema? Back then, a funny kid in each grade is responsible for making like videos for events. So I was making videos for my grade and Zach was for his. And then after high school we made some comedy stuff through college with some of our friends and then our first movie together was called uncaged which zach starred in and that movie was okay it was on netflix and then after that zach wrote and starred in pledge which was the next one we made and that's where we met joe and then carried us all the way to here how did citizen wiener come about originally i had been talking about a script an idea for a scripted movie where a local politician, no-name politician, has a scandal that blows up. But when I was telling Joe about it, Joe had the idea that what if we actually ran? What if it was a real campaign and we blended reality and comedy? So that we told Daniel and Daniel got into the idea and then we went from there. When did you guys actually start working on this? We laid a lot of the groundwork in 2020 for the campaign and then 2021 is when we started filming. 
I noticed some people obviously wearing masks in the movie, and I'm I'm curious how did COVID affect the filming of this? The downside of it is people are wearing masks. You want to see their face, but obstacles are opportunities. The opportunity is you can put any line under someone's mouth if their mask is covering their mouth. <laughs> the edit is it's an 80 minute movie because we were able to like skip pauses and move much quicker than other movies could just because everyone's mouth is covered. So it might be the future. I don't know. Yeah. And it helped a little bit too with some of the, some of the politics because we didn't have to go out as much. We could just zoom our way around. So that was kind of advantage. I, I think had we gone to a lot of the events with the cameras, we might've aroused suspicion about what we were doing filming much earlier. It was one of those things I think that we, allowed us to be busier in a way because nobody was really shooting anything at that time. Like everybody, like you couldn't really get a set together and a whole crew together. People weren't doing that in the industry. So it was, it felt like we were like doing something while a lot of people weren't. So that was like really freeing. It felt like it gave us the freedom to, to screw up or to shoot for a really long time that maybe we wouldn't have had otherwise. How did you assemble your cast? Because love Everybody that's in this, especially the woman that plays Zach's mom, she's fantastic. That's his real mom. He birthed them. Yeah. <laughs> in that case, is my real mom. And then yeah, she's the, a lot of her, she's an incredible playwright. A lot of her plays are in America, American, America's best short plays. So that's part of why she's such an incredible performer, especially she had no lines. She had to invent them all. So that's why she's so funny. And then the other actors, Aaron was in pledge. James was in pledge in a small cameo, but meeting him, we felt he had this incredible energy. And then for Sarah Coffey, we just looked through hundreds of different actresses trying to find like the perfect fit. And we saw her like she's a powerhouse of comedy and charisma. She's going to be a star. Let's get her. And she was down. How did you guys figure out the right mix of comedy and drama? Because I love that starts the movie starts one way and then takes a dramatic turn at one point and it's just like oh okay i'm watching something a little bit different than what i was watching 15 minutes ago how did you strike that right balance i think some of it is by nature of it being real right so some of it is just you can't avoid certain things it's just real so that probably i don't know how to answer that otherwise daniel might be able to speak to that that a little better but i think that there's just, it was just telling something that was, we found very funny, but that was really going on. And then there's like real stories and real impact underneath all of that. So I think that's probably what the answer that I, I could drum up for that. Yeah, I think that is the answer that we wanted the comedy to come from a real place, not like a zany place, because we knew that if we can sustain a tone of reality, that any peek into comedy will get a laugh and not break the movie. So it was a lot of time with on the days and with our editors just to make sure that we hit that. When did you actually wrap the picture? We shot officially for 101 days. So it was great. Officially the night of the election, that was it. But then we met for one more recap interview and if we needed like B-roll or random stuff, but that was pretty much when the election ended, the shooting ended. And then it sounds like a lot of ADR for all the masked people. <laughs> we actually kept their dialogue. Just we would splice it together to speed it up to give it like a nice pace in movies like you're allowed to like cut one of every three frames and it still is smooth but that's a cap we didn't have a cap we could just we could do it all yeah what was your post process like 
oh, it was a nightmare. We're never, we're never doing this again. Because um, <laughs> um, we had like hundreds of hours of footage, eight potential movies. We had all these different cuts. There was black and white cut at one point. There was a cut that like focused more on jokes. Finding this was really difficult. And there were some really tough cuts to get it down to the essentials. Because comedy, if it goes too long, it just like flops. So we had to like kill a lot of darlings. But that's for the DVD. Did you guys just rely on yourselves as far as feedback? Or did you actually have like a little test group that you would show them versions of this? We all had groups of friends we would show it to. We held multiple test screenings. Like I had a friend, Daniel and Mikey, who watched a million cuts and his like brother and sister-in-law helped us with the screening. Um, and we kept showing it to people along the way to see how people were taking it because it's such a hard thing for us to project how people are going to watch this because knowing what's real and what's not. So we really relied on an audience to tell us what was working and what wasn't to feel it out. Have you seen this with a big anonymous audience yet? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a lot of fun. We've done like test screenings in New York. Who's to say when they were where? Our official premiere. It's never been seen by anyone before. It's officially premiering at Slam Dance. No one's <laughs> That's what I was looking for. There we go. <laughs> I imagine you guys are on pins and needles waiting for this. Definitely. Yeah, definitely feeling nervous, but hopeful. How many projects do you guys work on at the same time? While we've been editing this, we've worked on two other projects mainly. We have a movie, that, a horror movie that we worked on and a, another comedy that's going to be playing uh, a festival later this year. Are you taking up the same roles or are you switching stuff up as far as the writing and directing? Are you always the director, Daniel? Uh, it all depends on the project who's producing, who's writing, who's directing. The only consistency is I never act because you could probably gather from this interview, I'm not a ball of charisma. Ah, don't sell yourself short, Daniel. You're just very charismatic. Your face just doesn't move as much. That's all. By the way, that's the issue. That Fundamentally, you need your face to move with your emotions. And <laughs> You're analyzing. I might have had a stroke as a child. those... <laughs> Stroke prodigies. Is there a good place for people to keep up with the movie online? We have Elect Wiener on Twitter. So we should be putting updates there. That's so funny. Yeah, Joe, I guess Joe's Twitter for the campaign is going to become the movie's Twitter. That's great. Got the bully pulpit. We've got like 3,000 followers. So hopefully that'll, we'll multiply it. <laughs> is that everybody that voted for you? <laughs> Like that was a fraction. Yeah. A fraction of the people, a fraction of the followers maybe voted. I don't know. I don't know what the turn, the numbers are there, but we got about a thousand votes, which we're pretty proud of. It's pretty cool. You should be. Yeah. And you should definitely be proud of this movie. And it was a lot of fun watching this and I'm excited for more people to see it. Oh, thanks, Mike. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for your time. This was terrific and good luck at your premiere. Thanks. I appreciate it. Hey, man, if I was president, I'd start the Watergate all over president again. President's all the way wrong. Oh, Watergate. You know, it's all the way wrong. Oh, oh no. They I, just I got caught. Man, they got caught. Man, man. Coming. Yeah, man. Yeah, what's going on? You president, let, man. Let, let, let me tell you. Let, listen. Let, listen to yourself. Well, I'm not a big politician. <laughs> Hell, I don't want to be. Why, why, I wouldn't be the president if the whole world voted for me. Oh, well, they say I'd have to get permission uh, to be alone to think. 